It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome tonight's guest. He's got an impish grin and loves his gin. Fox and Friends co-host and host of the Brian Kilmeade Show on Fox News Radio, Brian Kilmeade. You used to like when you have a book out. You love the show. Oh, shut up. He splits more sides than a slaughterhouse. Writer and comedian Joe DeVito. She speaks her mind, even if it's unkind. Host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Station. Cat tip. And he can deadlift the heaviest troops. My massive sidekick and host of Nuff Set on Fox Nation, Tyrus. All right, Brian. Yes. Good to see you. Do you mean that? No, not really. <laughs> but, so. you know, you have all this uh, unity preaching going on. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to unify? I would like the election to be over first. Yes. I mean, uh, I know we got we got uh, we got Arizona out of the way. That was good. And then we, we still haven't decided Pennsylvania. Yes. Right. I mean, can we can we wait for the election to be done? And then we can decide what's going to happen. Number one, can we decide, I don't know, who has control of the Senate? Yeah. Because people are going to have to be forced to work with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to be key. Because unless you have to work with the other side, I really don't think anyone's going to. And I think with the House so slim, with the Senate, uh, with the Senate uh, probably going to go with the Republicans. They only need one of two races. Then I think they're going to have to somehow get along. Mm-hmm. You know, the funny thing is, and it is funny that you and I are both in the same industry. But we're all... <laughs> So you started with the punchline. Yes, I started with the punchline. <laughs> We're in the media. How should people like us be in control of the election? Like, why? Does, I still don't understand. Why does the media get that right to call an election? Well, Shouldn't that be something else? Well, it should be older uh, men like Walter Cronkite. Yeah. Somehow we got the mantle, you know, and, and we are calling the election. And after all, I was like, why is the media calling it? This is the only time we've ever asked ourselves. Yes. Why? Exactly. Why, why were we asking ourselves this earlier? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking myself this now, Joe. Joe, um, should we be moving on? Is it time for the Republicans to suck it up? Well, I, you know, it's very interesting. You can look back to the videos where Whoopi Goldberg herself was mentioning impeachment Mm-hmm. A couple of days after the election in 2016. Yes. So she, there was no cooling off period for her. Mm-hmm. I just think voting is going to be so much easier once we have our scannable chips implanted in us. And <laughs> we just get read by our UPC codes. And when there's only one party, it's yes. going to be so much more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we need to, because otherwise, do we split into two different countries? Because everybody's going to want beachfront. I've looked at the map. It's really, it's really hard for us to be that divided. So we're going to have to learn how to get along because there's 70 million people who are in the same country as you, and you're going to have to figure it out. And you can't, people can't keep calling people disagree with them the worst possible caricature they can think of. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's on you if, if you ha- lack the imagination to see that your neighbor is also a decent, kind person who may disagree with you on very few things compared to what you do agree about. Exactly. And the thing is, because we only have two parties, polarization is natural because it's, it goes down the lines 50-50. So your neighbor, you guys could agree on everything, and then you're on the different side of the fence yeah. on that. And that creates an illusion of polarization, which isn't really there. Tyrus, am I crazy to think that we could fix an election? Totally throw an election. Like everyone in this room? Maybe just me. And Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to show up for that. That sounds like a lot of work. And what have yous and 
You got to carry. Oh, yeah, you know what? Now I know why you want to do that because you need someone to carry all the ballots. No, I'm out. I'm not doing it. <laughs> this is just like when everybody moves. Be like, hey, I'm moving this weekend. They always seem to let me know. Yes. Of course, so, yeah. yeah, I'm not. Yeah, see, it's everyone not, here. Like, it's not for the bubble and it's, and it's never like, yeah, help rap or anything. Yeah. It's can you lift the couch? Can you do, you know, can you do this? Can you move my car in the snow? The answer is no, I'm out. Yes. And you know what? I, Whoopi Goldberg kind of, I've always been a fan of hers. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I actually had a crush on her when I was little when I saw the color purple. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've always had thought very highly of her but when she said suck it up i just kind of thought to myself maybe she's leaving out how hard it is to actually let something go like that i mean because mm-hmm. if you're if we're going to follow the democratic blueprint on how to suck something up it literally took them three years 285 <laughs> days seven hours and 13 seconds to get over the trump presidency yes and they're still like shell-shocked yeah. a little bit, you know, if he doesn't speak in a day. What's he doing? What's he planning? What's going on? So in their blueprint, give us, I don't know, let's split the diff. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Let's go lower than that, you know, because we, we, we can. Mm-hmm. Give us three months. Three months is fair. Three right. months. Let's reconvene in three months and ask us how we, we feel. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think that's be, fair. I'll, Three I'll be, months? I'll be okay. I'm fine now. By the way, I don't need any healing. I feel okay, great, Okay, that's a call for help. <laughs> I look, and I look great. I look great, and I feel great. Mm. Just agree. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, that was interesting to listen to that for me, because I am always very much that person mm-hmm. who is wanting unity. And if someone does something, someone wrongs me, I forgive, forget, let's move on. I love you. I also don't know that that's always been good mm-hmm. as I was kind of thinking about it. Like I dated this guy in my twenties when I was like, why can't I come to your apartment? He was like, well, I don't want my roommates to know I'm dating you. Like <laughs> he didn't even gloss over it. He was like, well, I find you shameful. Yeah. And I, I should have said, get lost. But no, I said, I'm sorry. Do you want to go to Tulum? I will pay for it. And then I did. And then I did. So, you know, again, I'm thinking about this and it's like, you know what? Maybe if I were a little better at getting angry, uh, I would, you know, to command more respect and, and be less likely to fall into codependent relationship patterns. With, you paid um, for a whole trip to yes, Tulum? Yes, I did. She yes, did. I did. A yes, whole I did. Yes, I did. I paid for a lot more than that, too. Anyway, maybe <laughs> maybe I can learn from uh, what I'm about to show you guys. Uh, okay. Ooh. We know that the left suddenly wants unity, so get ready for that one coworker at your office to act like they haven't been a huge jerk for the last four years. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. All right. Should your family take a hike over a vote you didn't like? On Sunday, a day of the week, Joe, an entertainer named Katy Perry, never heard of her, tweeted this. The first thing I did when the presidency was called is text and call my family members who do not agree and tell them I love them. How nice for her and am here for them. Hashtag family first. Call your family to which everyone on Twitter responded with supportive, harmonious agreement. Ah, just kidding. That never happens. She got many, many responses saying that consoling your family or extending an olive branch to Trump voters was either, quote, ignorant or privileged or both. I'd hate to be their family members this Thanksgiving. Tyrus, um, it is hard for me to find sympathy for her because she was so outspoken in thinking she knew everything, right? Yeah. Um, 
you know what? I'm not even going to touch all of that. Let's just break down what was really probably what really irked her family. If we could just, if it's possible to put, do we have the tech to put that tweet back up? Probably. That's how you communicate with your family? <laughs> you sent your family a tweet where you then hashtag family first? And the first thing I want to do is say that I, I forgive you. I feel I'm sorry for you. I do that to, like, friends I mess with when my team beats them in sports. Hey, I know you're having a really tough time right now about that blowout, and you're probably thinking about what you did wrong in your life. But don't worry. I'm not judging you. Go Celtics. Hashtag Celtics. That was literally the most insincere, cold-blooded, arrogant yes. tweet laced with smartassery you could send to somebody. That was my issue with it. Yeah. You're going to send your mom, hashtag, I'm winning mom. Like, that's... Yeah. You know, I, this reminded me, uh, a friend of mine who's probably watching this sent, uh, texted me, Brian, and said, hey, I voted uh, for Joe Biden for my family and was just checking in to see how you're doing. And it's like, <laughs> no, you're not checking in to see how I'm doing. It's the first part of that uh, text yeah. that mattered. All right, a couple of things. Sure. Uh, oh, that was interesting. Again. Uh, that's an interesting uh, take on that. I never thought of it. I, I just said to myself... If you're Katy Perry, you want to put that out there, uh, that's how you live. You live on social media. You think social media matters. I have a, I have a, a, a quick tip for everybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. Who are those people that are insulting a poor Katy Perry's getting blowback? She's never going to meet those people. It doesn't matter. She's rich. She, she seems happy. Uh, she, she's in floats. She appeared at the Super Bowl. Just, who are these anonymous people that are upset that you put an olive branch out? Why does it matter? It oh, yeah, I'll tell you why it matters, because why? it's great for a segment. Oh, okay. We don't. We can just like put this thing together, and we use people from Twitter as the villain. Oh. Don't you? You never do this on Fox and Friends. I would know I'm never up. But you must do like you must do the. But on Twitter, people were upset. You never do that story. We don't really do that. Okay. We 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 focus on what matters. Okay. We're a show of substance. Yes, cooking cooking with friends. Right. That's okay. That's a little bit of an aberration. <laughs> All right, you got me there. You got me there. I'm guilty as charged. Kat, what is harder for her family to deal with, the fact that she voted for Joe Biden or that she was once married to Russell Brand? Oh, yeah, probably the second one. Uh, I'd probably say that. I, I just don't get These people get so mad. And here, I just, the logic, right, doesn't make sense because they're, you know, okay. People who voted for Trump have an unacceptable point of view, to, uh, yeah. they're saying. So what you should do is ensure that they are never speaking to anyone again who does not share that point of view. Exactly. Does it make sense? You, you want them to be exposed to different points of view, and the way to accomplish that is by making sure they never hear any ever? <laughs> Do they think? Yes. It's a good point. It's a good point, Joe. Thank you, Greg. Well, you're quite welcome. <laughs> Joe? I don't, I don't think you really thanked her. No, I was, I was faking it. It's uh, so obvious. Oh, no, but I, I need positive reinforcement. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll send a fruit basket. Yes. Right. Um... I Take think in the, the spirit of compromise, uh, she's going to let people who are rioting sing firework while they're burning down their CVS in their neighborhood. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. The problem is that conservative people have no choice but to know where liberals coming from mm-hmm. because we're surrounded by liberal entertainment and liberal skewing mm-hmm. colleges and media. So they have a ridiculous idea of what conservatives think. And this has been proven in studies that yeah. if you say to a conservative, well, what do you think a liberal's positive views are. They can explain it to you. And if you ask that question to a liberal who say, what are things that yeah. a conservative believes in, they don't know what to say. Right. Because they've convinced themselves that a conservative wants to torture children and mm-hmm. is a Nazi. And, and they, they don't understand that the way you find out someone's views is you don't say to them, you're a racist piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Yes. It's not the way you find out. And you should find out. 
-hmm. even if you don't care about that person, because that's how you find out if your own argument is solid. Yes. You don't find it out from asking people who agree with you. You find it from people who disagree. It's the opposite of straw manning. It's called steel manning. I always try to steel man when I'm talking to people to give them the best sense of their own idea. And then I destroy them like the fools they are. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade, Joe DeVito, Kat, and Tyrus. I'm Greg Gutfeld, and I love you, America. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.